0: Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show, Hour number two. welcome to everybody on the network. We appreciate it. Hey, by the way, I behind me here if you're if you're looking. I had a few people mention it. Um, thanks for the thanks for the Christmas cards. That, that's pretty cool. So everybody that started sending cards, I started putting them up here in the uh, studio. So uh, but thanks for the Christmas cards. It's been kind of nice. Came home yesterday and I hadn't gone through the mail in a couple of days. Started going through them, and some people have sent Christmas cards. Appreciate that. We'll try to try to post them around here. Oh, speaking of that, I got a, somebody else out in Colorado I got to say thank you to, and I'll do that here in just a little bit. Joe Barry's defense, 34-20, kept giving it up. 60-plus percent on third down conversion was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday. The same thing kept happening. Godwin had a huge day. A perfect quarterback rating for Baker Mayfield. The offense... <clears throat> They weren't great by any stretch of the imagination. They did enough at times. They, they they would bring you back and they would bring the fans back, and you could feel the energy in Lambeau field, you know, and that I'm telling you there was a couple of plays yesterday, beautiful throw in the back corner of the end zone uh, from uh, Jordan Love yesterday, and just we had just got done talking uh, last Friday. The foreshadowing by our own Mike Clements when he was talking about Jaden Reed and how when he was a kid, he would practice the tiptoe, you know, keeping keeping his toes in bounds. You know, you practice that. And then in the back of the end zone, what an incredible pitch and catch. Man, touchdown. Place goes crazy. Right there. There you go. Every – you could feel the inflation again. The fans came back into it. And then the defense went on the field and – it was almost like everything got quiet, and, and the fans just went, Oh, yeah, that's right. This defense sucks. They haven't been terrible all year, but in big moments, they suck. And here it comes, and it's just right back down the field. And you could have heard a pin drop. Could have heard a pin drop. It was just, and the Packers would come back and look good, and then you'd hear the pin drop again. It just, it was so bad. So bad. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give a, get a hold of us, do it. Um, oh, by the way, and I, I got to show it. I don't have it here with me. Grant, are you old enough to remember, and I hate to do this because I love our younger audience, okay? But are you old enough to remember the Lifesavers book?
1: I remember Lifesavers. I didn't know there was a book. Lifesavers, back when they were in the Rolls now they put them in bags okay
0: but lifesavers came in rolls and what they used to do at Christmas is they would put all of the lifesavers the different the peppermints the spearmints the wintergreen you know the butterscotch I mean all the different flavors of lifesavers and they would put them in a book and then the book it folded up and it was all the rolls and that's what you wrapped up as like a I don't know, like a St. Nick gift or a stocking stuffer gift, or if you took it to class or something like that when you were younger, you know, you'd give presents out at school or whatever. Uh, somebody, I got to say hi to, uh, to, to Keith. Uh, Keith. Keith listens to us. Where is he from? He's in Sheboygan, and he found a Lifesavers book. I was talking about Lifesavers, I guess. I don't know how long ago, but I found a Lifesavers book. Send me the book of Lifesavers. And if for those that are old enough to understand or know what it, what the hell it is, you know It was like nostalgia when I opened it up. It was like, oh my god, I haven't seen one of these probably since I was in eighth grade. It was that type of thing. But sent me a lifesavers book. Now my question has to be, how old are the lifesavers? Because <laughs> as far as I know, they haven't made that book in forever. So, but uh, thanks to him as well for uh, sending the lifesaver. Out. So there you go, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Craig listening to us in Appleton. Craig, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
2: How about yourself?
0: Doing great. What's going on, man?
2: Well, I've got a, I'm have got ai on the Joe Barry bandwagon. I have been for three years since he was hired. My concern, though, I want to change directions a little bit, is the offensive line. I see a problem with the offensive line. Since Steno became the offensive coordinator, the offensive line play has diminished significantly with the injuries. When Steno was coaching, Injuries happen. It was like clockwork the next man up, and you didn't notice a change. Now with Buttons in there, it's not the same. It's not nearly as efficient. Players are not interchangeable like they were. And lastly, the voice of reason from the floor to have an offensive coordinator in there that will give him a voice of reason last week to run, what was it, seven or eight end arounds? And then this week, to not run it at all.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Jekyll and Hyde. So, the Joe Barry thing, he's got to go. But I think there needs to be some work on the offensive line as well.
0: I would agree. I mean, I appreciate the phone call. When you had uh, Steno as your, your offensive line coach, I mean, it was almost like there was, you know, to use the terminology going way, way back, they were interchangeable bits. You could plug one guy in, plug another guy in, plug a person in here, plug a person in there, and they just never missed a beat. They were just that good. And that's part of what the creation of competition, of shuffling guys in and out of the lineup, has done. But um, the end around, first of all, the end around, to use Jaden Reed, he's coming off of a couple of injuries and ended up with a toe injury yesterday, and, God, you hope that he doesn't have turf toe. You just – because it's so painful – and he didn't come back from that. So, you, you hope that he's not down as well. You know what I mean? But I thought it was interesting because they, they gave the ball to Aaron Jones like eight times on the opening drive and only went to him three more times the rest of the half. And he was he was ripping it off, man, at that point. So, when you go to the offensive line, the offensive line wasn't a major issue. As a matter of fact, Jordan Love has been one of the least pressured quarterbacks in the National Football League this season, when it comes to dropbacks, so they've been okay, but it, it, it's it's I think part of it is is they one that you're, you're obviously you've been shuffling at your tackle position. Um, I think they've had some misses or guys that have been good, not great. We're used to you know a really good pass blocking offensive line, but it's I tell me the last time they had a an offensive line that was just road graders. You can probably go back to the year they won the Super Bowl. You had Tauscher. And Chad Clifton as your tackles, and then uh, Tauscher went down, and then Brian bolaga stepped in, who then fortified that position for another decade. After that, you had big body guys, man. You had you had some big tough dudes, and you're just shuffling guys in. Zach Tom really is not a tackle; he's more of a of, of a guard. And you know you, you're shuffling Josh Nyman in, and uh, and some of the other guys, Rashid Walker at that left tackle position, and. There's just, you know, it's when you have two or three guys, it means you don't have one guy, you know? So I think the offensive line needs a little bit of work, but it's not one of my major priorities right now. And
1: I'm that's sure. what we talked about last week, Bill, and buy or sell, right? I, I asked you, right. I, I think something along the lines of, if the board falls where the Packers can get a great wide receiver or a great corner, I think they're fine at O-line. They could do better, but they've really stabilized the second half of the year. They're not a concern. They're not an issue. I don't know that they're a, a huge position of strength, but they hold their own most of the time, and I, I think compared to where we were earlier this year, that's pretty good.
0: Um, got an email here or, or a live stream uh, note from uh, Ryan. He says, what do you exactly want to see from Love? Early in the year, you gave specific numbers. He's going to uh, surpass all those numbers. I'm confused. I'd like to know. There's no confusion, Ryan. What are you confused about? He's been good. I I, I don't know. I, I never said he was bad. It wasn't like he was playing bad. Is he great? No. He's had some misses. But the eyeball test will tell you. I mean, if, if you say, well, what do you want to see? I'm going to give him a contract. Well, that's fine. But I'm not breaking the bank because he hasn't played break the bank type of play. You know, there were times that he showed up. But I, I agree. He, his passing numbers downfield are pretty good. He's gotten better via accuracy. But him, when when he is off script and does not have his mechanics, he has not proven that he's one of those quarterbacks. So when he's in the pocket and he can deliver the football and it's quick and precise, he's been good. I'll give him credit there. He's been better than what I expected. But he's also not up here, you know, but I'm not breaking the bank on Jordan Love. But he's been better than expected, sure. And I said that last week. I admitted that last week. Let's go to Jason listening to us in Green Bay. Jason, what's going on, man? How you doing?
3: Hey, Bill, I'm doing great. First off, I'd like to, uh, I hope your boss is listening to this phone call because I want to say I really, really enjoy listening to you. You you give it to a blunt. You're probably one of the best radio hosts that I've uh, listened to in a while, and uh, not many people in Wisconsin like Jim Rome, so we should get him off and keep you on, honestly. Anyway, let's go back to the Green Bay Packers. Um, A lot of people aren't going to really like what I say here. Um, First off, if I was Boudicus, I would never have even let um, LaFleur hire Joe Barry because his track record has never been good anywhere he goes. And in my opinion, uh, since he is here, if LaFleur doesn't have him fired by Wednesday, they both need to go and... Honestly, the way the offense is run, I do think they both need to go anyway. Um, Four-play calling, Matt LeFleur Matt can't um, make the big decisions when it comes. You know, for example, Calvin King, he kept him way too long. He kept Joe Berry way too long. He let, um, what's his name, go that, that one defense, uh, I think it was the defensive line coach, went to Atlanta, I believe. I mm-hmm. thought he... The team loved having him on the on the squad. He let him go because, well, we all know why he left. He didn't he didn't uh, like Joe Barry's defense. Um, this team needs a complete all around rehaul on coaching schemes. Um,
4: I I, I listen- would
0: agree. No, okay, appreciate it. I, look, I agree on, and I said at the beginning of the season that you you are tying your boat anchor, or you're tying your boat to the anchor that is Joe Barry. He's either going to keep you stable or he's going to sink you. One of the two. Okay? And right now it's not good. Uh, we've we've all kind of seen enough, so to speak, and we know what direction it's going. We know look, it's now public where people are nationally criticizing this defense, okay? So, and I, and when we come back, and I'm going to get, then I'm then I'll kind of finish my thought here. But when we come back, you're going to hear what was said this morning on the four-letter network, ESPN, uh, on the Get Up Show, where, and again, I I do I love Dan Orlovsky, so that's the reason I watch it. But on the Get Up Show, when they started talking about this Packers defense between Dan Orlovsky and Rex Ryan, and it was blunt, it was true, and it was precise, and it was it, the target, the arrow out of the quiver was aimed directly at Joe Barry. Directly at Joe Barry. Stay tuned. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to get back into this discussion. Also, a lot of people on hold. Stay right where you're at. It's a Green and Gold Monday. Packers get knocked off 34-20, and an embarrassing defensive performance at Lambeau Field yesterday. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show.
4: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho ho ho. I need a window. Maybe
5: it's cold outside.
4: So where do I go ho, ho. Come
5: on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later.
4: More jingle that stays in my pocket.
5: That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why
4: not make a New Year's resolution today?
5: That's the spirit, Santa. Pella, no. Pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at Palawi.com.
1: Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends
0: Welcome back to the program. Love our people over there at Point Brewing. They got all kinds of different uh, beverages for the winter time that are out. Always have the lager. Snow Point though, it's out. It's out.
1: Got other uh,
0: crafty specials, including all the cider boys, and they got the mimosa. They got the caramel apple. They got plenty of things to keep your taste buds enjoying some beverages right here in the great state of Wisconsin. That's our friends at Point Brewing. Brewing excellence since 1857. Look for it. And your local grocery stores, liquor stores, beer stores, beer caves, all that kind of good stuff, all throughout the great state of Wisconsin. Good stuff from our friends at Point Brewing. Thanks to them. And uh, they, as they say, drink responsibly and have a great holiday season. So this morning on, uh, on Get Up, on the Four Letter Network, uh, I'm listening to Dan Orlovsky, and I'm watching him break down a bunch of different stuff and kind of making a few notes, and I'm flipping back and forth. And then I go over to Good Morning Football, and I flipped back. Just in time to listen to them talk a little bit about the Green Bay Packers. This is what Dan Orlovsky and Rex Ryan and company had to say about this Packers performance and this Packers team and this Packers defense yesterday. Listen up.
4: Talk to me about Jordan Love. Let's let's talk about it. I mean, everybody is going to talk about Jordan Love. It's
0: not Jordan Love thing. Oh man, it's a defensive thing. And this defense right here, you talk about a horrible defense. They make the the Detroit Lions look like the '85 Bears. This team right here stinks on defense. And by the way, might be one of the most talented units well, there are individually. They stink. They're poorly coached. They absolutely stink.
6: Clay
3: Walker, Eric Stokes, Kenny Clark, Devontae Wyatt, Rashawn Gary, Lucas, Lucas Van Ness, all first round picks.
0: Oh, yeah, there you go. What an underachieving unit an embarrassment.
3: Would this, I would say this. I think the talent is better than they're given the opportunity to, to be you are you blaming the coaching?
1: Like greenback. No, you're,
4: you're the coaching is so constantly like, soft. Like, here's completions, guys. Just
6: like, go back to the two-minute drill that the Giants ran last week. It was just completion after completion after
0: completion. There's very little challenge to offenses.
5: Joe Barry is their defensive
4: coordinator. He was the number one trending topic on Twitter at one point after this game. Yesterday, the Packer fans have surprise. seen enough.
0: There you go. There you go. They just rip them. I mean all the talent it's it's a talented group, and they're basically saying, like look um it it's it's just bad they're 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 Joe Barry,
1: the number one trending topic on Twitter um you know there here you go. I don't know that I agree with Rex Ryan, and they're one of the most talented units in football. Yeah. Uh, maybe when they were healthy earlier in the year and Rasul Douglas right. was here, but maybe, you know, you could argue that they're, you know, maybe up towards the top of football, but I, I I know this for sure, Bill, is that it's not possible to get less out of this group than Joe Barry has gotten the last two weeks. There you, know you go. Mean? That's you, exactly right. You could not do worse. You you could argue right. with me about how much better somebody else could do, but I'm I'm 100% positive nobody could do worse. Right. Uh, yeah, last week you had a
0: defense that couldn't, for whatever reason, rush the rush the passer in DeVito. They did not sack him. He had been just be- – he the hell got beat out of him two weeks prior, and then this past weekend again. The Saints got after him, sacked him, what would you say, five times, seven times, something like that? Five, five sacks weekend? yesterday. Five sacks yesterday. Five sacks. I didn't even look at how many pressures, but five sacks yesterday. Packers couldn't get to him. Packers played on their heels, couldn't get to him. For whatever reason, they just they were just not worried about him. Couldn't get to him. And he was out on the run. And he was out on the run. I saw yesterday, I think there was one time that specifically I remember, they brought a, if you want to call it a blitz, they brought a fifth rusher. They brought, it was either a safety or corner off the edge, and he ended up looping around the outside backer and kind of filled in between the outside backer, Preston Smith, and Kenny Clark and got stymied at the line of scrimmage. They picked it up right away. That was it. That was all I saw. There was nothing There was nothing dynamic. It wasn't like they were stunning, and they were bringing middle linebackers, filling gap. I mean, none of that. The linebackers were in, in pass coverage. You know, it was, it was bizarre. It was weird. 877 1670 Coming up, Eric Branchek at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk with him about what we witnessed. What we witnessed yesterday. Let's go to Paul listening to us in Eau Claire. Paul, how
1: you doing today, man? What's going on? We just dropped Paul within the last 30 no! seconds, but we got Mike and Whitewater ready, if you want
0: to. Let's us. go to Mike and Whitewater. Michael, how you been, pal?
4: I've been good, Billy. Just wanted to say congratulations to you and Kristen. Oh, thank you, pal.
0: I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank I've been you through.
4: Been with you for a long time, so I've been through so, a few. Yes. Yes, <laughs> you have. Yes, you have. <laughs> but... Uh, Barry's got to go. There's no, you know, they were talking, somebody was talking earlier about defensive line coach that left because of Barry. How about Fraser? Was it Leslie Fraser, the backs coach?
0: Yeah, there was was a couple. But uh, was that during Mike Pettin? When Mike Pettin ended up, uh, when Mike Pettin was here, was that back when he was here?
4: Well, I think Fraser, didn't he just go a couple – Two seasons ago, maybe because he couldn't stand. They said, "Ask Joe Barry; he's a defensive coordinator." Yeah, yeah. That was Coke. last year.
0: That was last year. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yes, that was. Last I mean, year. it yeah, just. It.
4: You know, and and it doesn't all about on the defense, the offense, but I still think it's play calling by um, Lafleur. I mean, there's no imagination what he the first two passes that were incomplete, and then are behind the eight ball all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, and like you. Like you said, that, um, you know, they had uh, our halfback got it, what, five, six times in a row, and then he had, what, two more in the first half? I mean, that that's all play calling. Right.
0: Uh, no, I agree. I, I I look at it as the the play calling yesterday was nowhere near as creative as we've seen in the past. Part of that might be because of some of the injuries and some of the things they may or may not have been able to do but uh, but, I agree with you that there was not a lot of creativity in that sense. that's for sure
4: and, and he didn't, I think he
0: didn't he, do a lot to get guys open
4: true and you know, and then you can't tell me that they don't have plays that they can use, and when you got down by the goal line and we turned the ball over, there was no creativity. it's the same thing
0: no, I agree there was down by the goal line they there was Go to that fourth down play, which I thought was just a bad play, and I'm like, I did, there was just nothing there. Uh, it was just a straight dive, and they didn't get that. And then, But then again, they got the ball right back. The defense did their job. But again, yesterday, when the defense did their job, they gave them a short field. They scored, what was it, three yards out, I think, something to that effect when they got to Baker Mayfield and got the fumble from Engabari coming around the outside. And they did their job. And you thought, okay, maybe, maybe they're going to get to him. Maybe they're going to put – but yesterday, it was just – Didn't matter what the offense did. Appreciate the phone call, Mike, because i got to run here. But didn't matter what the offense did. Because the offense would, even if they put something together. I mean, I can look at the play calling, and I can certainly say maybe there's some things there that Matt LaFleur didn't do. Should have done better. You know, I mean, you can take a combined couple of play calls, not getting the ball back. This whole thing, and I want to address this too. They go to Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones is running the ball almost at will. And he's ripping it off, and he's fired up, and he's looking good. And then? then they go away from them and then they're going to go with somebody else. And you know, and twice yesterday and I even made a note of it. It was fourth and two, fourth and two Aaron Jones was tearing them up. They go to fourth and two and they go shotgun down by, down by the goal line. They go, then they go into shotgun and Jones comes out. Jones comes out. It, 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 it's, it's like, and then they try to, you know, go to read and all that kind of stuff, but it, it's like, what are you doing? The guy that got you there, you pulled. At that point in time, now maybe there was something wrong, maybe some kind of a, a medical or issue or something. He needed to come off, or you know, maybe got shaken up. I don't know, but I'm like, then then they did it again, on a, on a third down situation. Aaron Jones was running the ball pretty well, and then they did it again. They put in tail. I'm like, what do? why what is the what is the logic the the guy to get you there you then pull out it, he, he's a good pass catcher out of the backfield you keep your quarterback under center which still gives you the threat of a run he's good at picking up a blitz why are you pulling one of your most dynamic players out at the most inopportune time so that i'll agree with you uh let's do this we're going to step out take a quick break because eric brancheck of the green bay press gazette's going to join us when we come back and We'll get into all this with Eric because there's a lot of a lot of stuff to kind of chew on from yesterday. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael show on a green and gold Monday. Packers knocked off yesterday. Ugly fashion. 3420. And really, it wasn't even that close.
4: Ready! This <laughs> is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: It's going to get cold. You know what that means. Got to have that furnace. Got to have that boiler working. Oh, yeah. The radiator has to be working. You got an older building. Check out our friends out in La Crosse, in that area, from On Alaska, our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating, whether it's uh, La Crosse, Trempolo, Jackson, Vernon, Monroe County. Craig and his guys, they're on the job. And the one thing about it, I've said this before, you want to check outside. They want to remind you, you know, hey, turn off all the water spouts and spigots and everything outside because you're going to start getting pretty good below freezing over the next 24, 48 hours. That being said, if you've got a project, whether it's a water heater, a uh, water softening unit, if you're going to put some radiant heat in your floors, if you want to, you know, put some heat in the garage, or you just need a maintenance check, that's our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating. Call them 608-783-2803, 608 608- 783-2803 out in uh, La Crosse and Monroe and Trempolo and Vernon counties, out in that area, the western portion of the state. Every plumbing and heating, every time it's every plumbing and heating. Bring them in now. Eric Branchak of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us. And they've got the, uh, the podcast after further review and uh, all that kind of good stuff with our buddy Pete Doherty uh, joining us now on the hotline. Eric, uh, the uh, the number one thing on Twitter yesterday afternoon trending was hashtag fire Joe Barry. So let's start with the defense, and they made uh, Baker Mayfield look like Johnny Unitas yesterday.
6: Oh man! And I tell you what, first of all, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, it. Watching it again, sometimes when you watch the tape second time, third time, it it doesn't look as bad as it did live, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Unfortunately,
6: it looked worse than it did live. And that's the the frustrating part for me. So fire Joe Barrett, I, I saw that. I heard about it. I had, you know, like 400 messages this morning uh, about all of that. So let me just make this – I'm going to make a couple points. The first point I want to make is, is that these guys have got to understand what type of football players they have on their football team. And when I see things like Devondre Campbell lined up in front of a bunch – formation and you got walker who is lined up inside the box it just doesn't that send some alarms off in your head like this mm-hmm. is not the right thing to do you got a, a guy who is really you know he's 30 years old he's beat up he's had a, a lengthy injuries through his career he he's a great guy and a, and a great leader but he doesn't quite have enough gas left in the tank and you're going to line him up over receivers whereas you got a young kid that can run and is very good running is not very good at taking on blockers and playing you know when when teams run right at him not his strong suit why wouldn't you and this isn't hard you can do it with high school kids hey listen you get bunch you, or if you got three receiver side walker you're out there you have got to do that and and you know, the play that really kind of broke my heart is it was 24 or 27-20, uh, and it was in the fourth quarter, and it's third down, or second down, excuse me, and it's the, t- the more touchdown. You know, right? two years ago, that's, that might have been a pick six going the other way, you know, with Campbell. He's just not – he can't do it anymore. You know, he's not as quick as he used to be. He's not as fast as he used to be. So why put him in that position? Why don't you put that young – young kid in the position that can run out there then maybe it's it's a pick six the other way that's the challenge so there's that and the way they lined up just blew my mind it just made a lot made no sense to me
0: very disappointing yeah i uh i watched yesterday to try to, to to specifically watch on long downs and i'm thinking to myself where was the pressure where was something different? It was just straight-up four-man rush, putting Devondre Campbell out. It was always that, that, that middle cross. And, and I agree with you. That was the 52-yard touchdown play. But it's the middle cross. It was eating us up. Uh, and I, and it, it didn't seem like there was any change. You know, I mean, Zero. even Matt LaFleur said after the game that, well, we've done that. Well, we've gotten a linebacker lined up on a wideout. And he said, yeah, we did that once. Once! And then they learned from it. You don't do it again. The Packers kept doing it, and I just never understood why.
6: Well, you know what? In, in, they were out in 11 personnel. So if you listen carefully, if, I know you listen to the pressure, but one of the things that, that Coach LaFleur said was that sometimes when you're not getting it done in the run game, that it hurts you in the pass game because of the worry you have for personnel and how you line up. And that's exactly what happened. So they come out in 11 personnel. You know, one tight end, one wide receiver, or excuse me, one running back, and they got you know, they got heavy nickel in, or they got base in, because that's what they need to do to stop it. And so that puts you in a position. So now if they if they motion guys out, so you have two wide receivers, you got a tight end, two receivers, and you got your receiver and running back. So you're in a spread formation, and you get but you got your base formation out on the field. You're gonna get a linebacker. And, or if you're in your, your regular nickel, you're gonna get a linebacker in that formation, and 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 kudos to Tampa Bay because they saw early that 59 can't run like he used to, and the Packers weren't making any changes and leaving seven in the middle of the field to get, you know, it wasn't gonna change, and that was that was the whole part where you stand there and you're like, you're screaming at the TV like. Are you going to continually do this? Are you going? To, when are you going to make the right. change? Or my favorite, third down and four, and your safeties are are at fifteen yards. Right. I mean, come on. The other part that bothers the the, the snot on me, and I'm sorry to get emotional here on you, but no, the part that, that just doesn't, I don't understand, is they refuse to rush more than four four guys unless Thank you. they pass it on. Let's say pass it when they're in base defense on first down. They they adhorrently refuse. They dig their heels in and stand up and say, we will not rush more than four. And I don't right. understand. You got a quarterback that will throw the ball up to you if you get him off his spot. And they did. They they, they, they stacked him five times, but they didn't get after him. And, and they did the uh, same thing in New York. Make him lose the game by making him throw interceptions and things. Like, you, know, you can do all that fun stuff. And you got a, a, a linebacker. That six foot two and runs a four three whatever and you, you just sit them back in coverage all the time i don't i don't get it or you don't never set a safety on the flip side you watch you watch the tampa defense son of a gun they rush seven sometimes
0: yeah and, and then i watched last night think- i watched what i watched what buffalo did to dak prescott last night i watched what new orleans did to De- Devito yesterday when they got after him and sacked him five times i and I, I, I watched yesterday. Joe Barry brought a fifth rusher one time that I counted. That was it.
6: Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, it was it was two times, and one time was, in one time it was in their base defense, and then they blitzed seven once, and then they did a run blitz. That's it. Yeah, that's the entire game. It's, it's it's boring watching these games because there's nothing exciting. They don't bring they don't bring a cornerback out of a the nickel. They don't bring a safety up. You know, how about you try one time sending six? Just once. See what happens.
3: Right. But they don't.
6: And that, and, and this is the problem is that you're going to sit there and sit there and do the same thing over and over. And you know this. We've all heard this. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. you got to right. do something different. If you're not getting the quarterback down on the ground, if he's not throwing interceptions, you've got to dirty up his jersey. Now, the only thing is this. If they think that their cornerbacks – are that bad, and they and and Keyson Nixon is that bad in coverage that they can't possibly put him out put them out there one on one. Then I can understand, okay. But even when they have Alexander, even when they had stuff, they didn't blitz much. You know, and right. I'm not a big blitzer, but I mean you got to do something once in a while, especially inside the twenties. Now the problem is the Packers didn't get down close to the twenties because all their touchdowns were big plays, so you take some of that away. But the reality is this. When you do the same thing over and over and expect different results, you just go nuts. And I think that's what Packer nation is feeling right now. Is they're just like, what, what, why? And yeah,
0: here it is. They, they didn't move guys around. There was not a lot of stunning. There was, it, it just, there wasn't, even if you rushed four and you wanted to see more guys, you know, kind of doing things differently. There wasn't, it was just straight up. This is the way we're going to play it. And we're going to play it till we, you know, die on that sword, I guess it was, was the most frustrating thing about yesterday. Now, Uh, I know you probably heard Bill Huber go, uh, you know, kind of ask Matt LaFleur, hey, would you consider an in-season change? And Matt LaFleur basically said, look, uh, I'm trying to find solutions. In in other words, I'm not going to fire Joe Barry. But my question is, and and would you agree, that might be the solution, is getting rid of that guy. 100%.
6: I 100% agree with you. And and I think more importantly, it's the message you're sending to the locker room. If you you don't – move away from this guy after that performance and you don't do it then you're telling the football team that your loyalty to your friend joe is more important you're not you don't want to embarrass joe you don't want to embarrass your friend that's more important to you the relationship between you two guys than it is about the guys in that locker room and i think what they need to if it were me if i if i were him i would it would have been done probably last evening or this morning let the guys know, listen, we aren't going to tolerate this anymore. We have got right. to do better. We get this guy doing it two and three quarters years. It's got to get done and it's got to change today. And I, uh, you know, the bad part is the reason that it probably can't happen is there isn't another former D coordinator on that staff. And there may not be someone that they feel like is ready for that role. If you got a young kid on there that you're, is ready to be the, D, the next D coordinator, you could do that. I just don't know when you look at the staff, if there's a guy on that staff that can step up and be the D coordinator. That might be what's dragging this thing down.
0: You don't think like Joe, like Jerry Montgomery or Greg Williams or Kirk n none of those guys could take over the play calling and just say let's play aggressive?
6: I, I don't know if that's – if that's a, I mean Montgomery's a D line coach and does the run run game. Uh, is the linebacker coach. The guy that I think would probably be the most likely would be, would be Williams, but he's the passing game coordinator and they haven't done a whole lot there. So so they can the three of those guys sit down together and figure out how they're going to approach a game. I think they can, and I and I, I think if you rely on them, I just don't know. You got three games left. You could get to the playoffs. Can it? Can, I, I I just don't know if that that guy. No, if Jerry Gray was on that football team, still coaching, I think it's a done deal. But they don't have. Just I, I just don't know if they feel comfortable with any of those guys.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. But I I would have made a change just to make a change at this point because you got nothing. I, to lose. And you I'm can't with you. Playing the same thing, you know. What's the difference? Uh, What's the difference? Right. None. Move it. Completely agree. That's what I would do. Co- 100%. Uh, I want to go to the offensive side. We're talking with Eric Brancic of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and also the uh, Upon Further Review podcast with Pete Doherty. Uh, I want to go to the offensive side. It wasn't a great day for Jordan Love, but I thought he played okay. He had a couple of misses. His numbers look probably better than what the eyeball test told you, but I, I think they were a little hand, handcuffed because Reed was a little bit banged up coming into the game, but I just still cannot fathom why they use Aaron Jones. He looks so good. He's energized. He's pumped. And then in two, third, a third down and a fourth down conversion, they pull him off the field. And they go back to shotgun, and you know exactly what it is they're doing. I can't fathom the play calling sometimes.
6: Uh, I struggled with it, too. You know, uh, Pete and I had a very lengthy discussion about that this morning. If you check our, our podcast out, I'm sure you'll hear uh, us talk about that. Because I'm very demonstrative about that. I have a real problem. If you have a guy that, to give these guys a pitch count, right? Like, Oh, we're only going to get, you know, he's coming back from injury. We're only going to give him 10, 10, carries or touch 10 touches, whatever it is to me. I, I don't like that. If it's week one or week five, I'm fine. It's not. And they got to, and they, you got to be hell bent on election to get to the playoffs. I mean, you're already out. You're in the outside looking in now. And you are going to put your, the most explosive player on your offense on the field at that particular time. And you're going to only give him the ball. 12 14 times that isn't right that isn't right they needed to keep feeding him the ball the entire first half into the second half and if he gets hurt or he's got to sit or he can't practice this week that so be it the reality is you got to win the football game you got to keep the ball in his hands whether you're going to throw it to him or you're going to pass it to him he's the guy right now Jaden Reed is next in line but without Watson that's the guy that needs to have the ball he's the guy that makes the offense work they tried to run Kenyon Drake that didn't work pa- you know Patrick Taylor is neither one of those right. guys are have any tread left on the tire <clears throat> that's the guy and for whatever reason they didn't I mean you gave. I mean they touched the ball nine right. times in the first or 11 times in the first half and like five times the rest of the game, it doesn't make sense to me, especially because it was close. It wasn't out of hand. They didn't have to throw the ball all over the field. They could run the ball. They could try to slow down that pass rush, and they just couldn't.
0: Yeah, they had – I don't understand. No, I agree with you, and I I couldn't fathom why they continue to do that. Or, you know, Mike uh, Clemens and I talked about this last week where you get a guy like Aaron Jones, he's really lathered up, he's playing really well, and then you go away from him, and you don't go back to him until like the third quarter. Like he's had enough, okay, now we're going to try another guy, and then we're going to run Jaden Reed, and then, then, oh, by the way, we're going to start going to Tucker Craft. And it's like you go in a direction instead of just spreading it around. And just saying, okay, this one's going to be Aaron Jones. This one's going to be Tucker Kraft. This one's going to be Jaden Reed. Back to Aaron Jones. I mean, who's gashing it? And the old adage in football is, we're going to keep doing it until you stop us. And it seems like at times the play calling stops itself.
6: 100%. 100%. And, and you know, they needed to keep running the football. And it, it went south in a hurry after that. And, you know, I, I agree with you that you got to – especially – more so with running back than any other position. If you got a guy lathered up and he's having success, you can't get away from the hot hand, you know, because those guys, for whatever reason, the defenders, what, you know, there's a lot of things going on. There's emotions, there's, there's you know, the way the defenders are trying to pursue, you know, that's, that's the, the big thing there. And, and I, what, if you got a running back that's, that's running hard and he's getting yards and he's successful, I'm with you. I don't take the ball out of his hands at all. Make it make, always it
0: make the good. Team pay. No, I, I completely agree with you. I, this is one of those games yesterday that was a complete head-scratcher. It's like they just – it was like they did everything they could to play milk-toast, vanilla, stay on your heels, non-aggressive football, thinking you were just going to get a win doing that. And when they started to get punched in the mouth, they had absolutely zero answers. I'm up against the break. Eric, always great stuff, man. Appreciate it, and we'll uh, be listening to the podcast and touch base soon. Hey, have a great week. All right, buddy. Talk to you. There you go, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette. Stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up, and a comment over on the li- live stream. I want to address next. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael
4: Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho, ho, ho! I need a window.
5: Maybe it's cold outside.
4: So where do I go Oh
6: Come
5: on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl.
4: Why not make a New Year's
5: resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa.
4: Pella now.
5: Pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at Palawi.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends
1: 1231.
0: Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michaels show. Green and Gold Monday. Good stuff. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Um, I had a a, a note here. uh, And I got to find it here real quick. Um, Oh... God, it, it, it's, it flew past on the uh, live stream. Anyway, um, first of all, Steven says, youngest team in the league, injuries all over the place. Stop with the youngest team. Stop it. Just stop it, okay? Stop it. Uh, defensive coordinator, that I can agree with, but look, it's it's the youngest team in the league stuff. It has to end at some point. Uh, let's say they're the youngest team again next year just because other teams get old. It doesn't mean you're inexperienced. They're experienced at a lot of different places. So, uh, Dustin says, I love how everybody is hating on Joe Barry. When his defense was the big reason why the Packers had a nice four-game win streak, uh, they were uh, turning people over and stopping high-powered offenses uh, to give Love a chance. They got some turnovers, I agree. And I said at the time, it's not great, but we all knew what it was. It was a bend, but don't break defense. That's what they've played. Okay? Okay. They get some turnovers, and absolutely, they they play, they played pretty well. And at that point in time, when especially when the Packers weren't winning ball games, you couldn't say it was the defense's fault. You know, there was a couple of moments that the defense needed to step up and play good. The final drives in Atlanta, they didn't get the job done. Bijan Robinson was eating them up. Field goal, obviously, they kick a field goal, they beat them. Right, couldn't do it. Couldn't get the stop against Devito in New York. Couldn't get the stop this past week against Baker Mayfield. Just couldn't do it. Just couldn't get off the field. Um, Even going back to the Kansas City Chiefs game, they played extremely well. But there was a couple of times late in that ball game, all you needed to do was get a stop. Couldn't close them out. The game was probably score-wise closer than really what the actual game looked like because the Packers did play a really, really good game. But the, the, the defense has not been highlighted because for the majority of the season, especially early on, we were paying so much attention to the to the offense because the offense was, let's face it, the, lof, the offense was pretty inept at that point, right? The Packers, after yesterday's performance, are now in the bottom third easily when it comes to yards per game. They're giving up average three, almost 350 yards per game. 350 yards per game. And remember, it wasn't that long ago they were top 10 in points per game. Well, now the last few weeks have put them at the halfway point. They went from top 10 to now I believe it's 16th in the National Football League. 16. They're averaging over 21 and a half yards or 21 and a half points per game, and that's risen dramatically over the last few weeks. So the, the, there is nothing about the defense. The passing yardage still is not bad, but after yesterday, now they, they fall well out of the top 10. They were seventh at one point. And now they're 12th in the National Football League. Nothing in this defense is top 10. So is the talent not not there or has the coordination over the last few weeks against a little bit better offenses completely fallen off? Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Your phone calls coming up. Stay tuned. We're not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show on this Green and Gold Monday. Green and Gold Monday. Good to be here today. Stay tuned, we got a whole lot more coming up right after this.